what does it take to win the grand prize at the Google Science Fair? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Fionn Ferreira, student, lecturer at Skull Planetarium Ireland, and grand prize winner of the 2018-2019 Google Science Fair. Welcome, Fionn. Thank you. <laughs> so first off, congratulations on winning the grand prize at this year's Google Science Fair. What are you studying at university right now? Well, I'm actually just going into university. So I'm actually, I haven't started studying yet. I've been in high school all my time. And in just about one to two weeks, I'm going to study chemistry and chemical engineering at the University of Groningen in the Netherlands. Nice. So let's talk about your winning entry. What are the microplastics and wh where did they come from? So microplastics are tiny plastic particles, normally less than three millimeters in size, but they can go all the way down to like one nanometer in size. So they can be quite a problem. They come from cosmetics, everything from um, abrasion of clothes in washing machines, going through our wastewater, to tires breaking down on our roads. And all of this goes into our wastewater and they can be eaten by fish and can pass through their guts, bioaccumulate, really nasty stuff. Um, and if we can eat the fish and we can get lots of different complications. It's actually not fully researched, but, you know, cancer and, and Alzheimer's and things are definitely linked to plastics and microplastics that we may consume. Why did you choose the problem of removing microplastics from water? I think that removing microplastics from water is a, a sought after thing. Like currently there's no method. And when I started out this project, I was actually just interested in microplastics. I was at my local beaches here in Ireland, looking at our shores, and there I saw the plastic pollution, and I looked if there were any methods to remove microplastics from water, and there weren't. So because of that, I strived to find a method. What made you think of the ferrofluid solution? Um, well, I think it was a kind of a mixed approach. So um, I kind of got it like, um, a little bit by accident. It wasn't a, a very kind of a, a planned discovery, but essentially ferrofluid is a mixture of rust powder and oil. And that oil can be vegetable oil. Actually, in fact, I use waste vegetable oil in, in a lot of my tests. But that together makes a lovely mixture. It's the most coolest liquid in, in the world, I think anyway. It makes lovely shapes when you bring magnets close to it. But that is what we chemists call non-polar. And in chemistry, likes attract likes, and that means that nonpolar things attract nonpolar things. And this kind of got me thinking, well, what's plastic? And plastic is nonpolar, which means that if I put ferrofluid on water containing plastic, it'll actually attract the plastic in and stick to that plastic. How do you measure the degree of microplastics contamination and the degree of cleansing? Okay, well, um, for my tests, I actually made a suspension of microplastics in water. I did this for the 10 most commonly found microplastics in our oceans. So these include everything from me having to take apart our washing machine to get out plastics um, to a lot of other methods. But um, basically what I built was I built my own equipment to test this. I live in the middle of nowhere, so I had to build my own equipment. I, excuse me, but um, essentially I built a visible light spectrometer and this passes light through a sample of water containing plastics and it measures the light coming back through a webcam and diffraction grating. Then this inputted to a software which had a bit of coding from my part in it and that, that software would analyze the spectra, get the absorption of light at each different wavelength in the spectrum 
and then analyze um, from that using a law called the Beer-Lambert law, how much uh, plastic was in my sample. So I did this before and after. Of course, I didn't trust this piece of kit. Like this was something I built at home, like made of wood. I actually have it here. If I, you, I can hold it up for you in a while. But, um, but uh, actually, okay. So look, I actually have it with me. It's the, the world's most portable spectrometer. Yeah. So what are we looking here, at here? So here you're looking at my spectrometer. Basically it passes light through a sample containing contaminated water into a webcam at a diffraction grading at 45 degree angle and then into a USB cable that goes all the way to my computer. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And by the way, a lot of these burnt up on the way. But of course, I didn't trust this, so I also built a microscope just um, uh, to, to test things a little bit further as well. And that used Adobe Photoshop to count pixels covered in plastic. How did you use statistics to determine the effect of the oil in your experiment? Well, um, I love statistics. I like how you can, you, can, you can work with statistics. And basically what, uh, what I did, I did a lot of tests. And um, I did tests um, with lots of oil and little amounts of oil. So I actually did um, different variables. So, so I did no oil, um, one, one milliliter per liter of oil. That was the highest. And it's um, four increments in between. And uh, from that, I actually then conducted a t-test to, to um, find out if there was a statistically significant difference between using oil and not using oil in my tests. Each one of these, these graphs had over 1,600 um, extractions for each. So I, I was fairly confident that I had a large enough N and my, uh, my t-test um, concluded non-statistically significant. So because of that, I can conclude in future, I actually don't need to use oil. I can just use magnetite powder. Uh, however, oil results were just a tiny bit higher. What conclusions did you draw from your tests or experiments? Well, I think that this should be a viable method for removing microplastics from water. I conducted this on the 10 most commonly found microplastics, and all of them had um, extraction rates of over um, 85 um, to 87% extraction. So because of this, I think it could be a viable method. Um, I've also actually done tests on organic material mixed in with samples, and it can actually still remove microplastics from samples containing organic material without any, any further problems. So, so because of that, it could be applicable in wastewater treatment. Well, let's talk about that. What are the possibilities for scaling your project up to industrial application? Well, I think that this is very scalable compared to other processes. So really the only, only other process that's currently used and available is that of using um, carbon filtration systems, so basically passing uh, water through really, really small filters. But this takes a very long amount of time and you can't do it on water containing organic materials. But uh, luckily for my method, it can actually work on water containing large materials as well. And it's very cheap. Uh, iron oxide or magnetite powder is one of the cheapest minerals on the planet. Um, so because of that, um, I think that it could be stable and it could be very easy to remove just using magnet. Okay, on an astronomy note, how did you manage to get a minor planet named after you? Well, actually, that's kind of a slightly longer story, but um, I actually um, run a planetarium where I live, so I'm really, really 
into space uh, and science and things like that. So I give quite a lot of planetarium lectures. But that is actually not to do with this, this minor planet. So I went to another science fair called the Intel International Science and Engineering Fair. And there I exhibited a project. And I happened to get a second place award. So at that science fair, um, if you get a second or first place, you get a minor planet named after you. So my minor planet is Fiona Ferreira. That's pretty exciting. Fiona Ferreira, student, lecturer at Skull Planetarium in County Cork, Ireland, and grand prize winner of the 2019 Google Science Fair. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? Well, um, I've got a website, so www.fionaferreira.com, couldn't be simpler. And um, I also have Instagram and a YouTube channel too. So you can follow me on YouTube um, if you wish. Of course, you have a YouTube channel. Thanks again. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.